0: It's the After The Show podcast, precious show We don't care, we're about to swear on the air. It's the After The Show, so tune in if you
2: dare. KBJ, get your every single day. It's uncensored. We can say what we
3: want to say. Yeah, what's going on? Hello, welcome to the KBJ After The Show podcast. How the hell is everybody today? Hello. Hello. Hello.
1: Doing a British podcast, I'd love to do
2: it. Please say we're going
1: <laughs> to
3: The whole thing, huh?
1: I'd peter out after about two sentences. (laughs) See, the problem is I would not, and that's a problem.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You can keep it going, huh?
2: I would, but I'm a dick face, so.
3: (laughs) (laughs) One of these days, maybe. Yes. Mm -hmm. One of these days. I got a bunch of your emails here today. Thank you for sending them in. We are talking about the four-day work week. There were some bunk study finds Survey that they come out with after supposedly getting the responses of 1,000 people, they found that Gen Z did not like the four-day work week. It was just 12% of them that thought it was a good idea. Hmm. And it wasn't much better. In fact, going all the way even to the boomers, it was like 32% only supposedly because of this survey that really were into the four day work week. And then we took it to KVJ nation on YouTube and it was almost 90%. So
1: whatever their surveys bunk. we need to take yeah. every world, not,
2: not just this nation, but every world issue to our chat room and whatever they vote, we just say, well, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's how we need to We need to uh, operate things.
1: Things are changing around here. You're changing. It's the chat room. They got the final say. I don't believe CNN. I don't believe Fox News. I don't believe any of it. Well, why are their polls any
3: better than our fucking poll? They're not. They're not. No, they had a supposed sample size of 1,000. Whatever. You know, we, did, we didn't get over. I think we got about, when I last checked, it was about 140. But, you know, I mean, it's a smaller sample size, but I don't see it changing. Well, if people started
2: knowing how much the KVJ poll got some credibility, they'd, they'd vote more in the chat room.
1: KVJ, let us poll you. Yeah. All
2: these other BuzzFeeds, they got all these lists. We should do our KVJ list and have that be the gospel. Mm -hmm. Why why are they better than us? They're not.
1: We want to give you our poll all day long.
3: (laughs) Michelle said, Yeah, I would freaking love a four day week. I would get so much more done in life. I had that extra day. I'm looking to move to one of those countries that does it. Would be fun. Christina says, yeah, I would uh, do a four, uh, four, 10 hour days. It sounds awesome to me. Somebody said they'll have a three day weekend. Sounds awesome. But you're going to spend a day and a half recovering from busting your butt. The four days you're going to be working, because honestly, everyone works more than 40 plus hours nowadays. And they do. And that's why everybody is really already working that. But yet we're not getting four days. Right. That's what would be awesome. You're working more than 40 hours in those five days that you're already doing. Because you are right. Sometimes it does. Look, it takes forever for me just to recover from the week. And then by the time I'm recovered and I feel normal again, I'm ready to have fun. Oh, guess what? Got to come back to work. That's why a three-day weekends awesome because I know I have one full day of play. I can tear it out. Oh, We know you want to tear it out there, Boston Ralston. Boston Ralston. Boston Boston. Ralston loves
2: a three-day week. Oh, he'd love to pull you. Oh, (laughs) only number he likes more than three is 69. That's right. (laughs) Boston Ralston.
3: (laughs) Uh, Christopher said, I know I would spend too much money with three days off. I usually work six days, and when I have the weekend off, I spend too much. Well, I, I don't know. I don't tell you. I mean, Budget it, dog. (laughs) Discipline your activities. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Maybe don't get so much hookers and blow. Yeah. Yeah. If you cut down
2: half on your cocaine and half on your hookers.
3: Yeah. (laughs) And he said, unlike Jay Bird, I enjoy my work. I play with Tonka toys all day. Oh, nice. Tonka does good stuff. Does sound like fun. So, yeah, I'd be all for it. We'll see. I uh, did have some fun stuff here talking about uh, Boston Ralston. Somebody uh, went and came up with a fun logo for Boston Ralston. Oh. Boston Cream Kev Remy sent this is in. So I made this logo to commemorate Kevin's time in Boston. Enjoy. There is a photo of me with chaps on, and I'm writing a Boston Cream Donut.
1: Now, it looks like you are porking that thing.
2: Yeah,
3: it does. It looks like I'm...
1: Oh, you
2: Filled are
3: my own
1: <laughs> filling that donut real nice. <laughs> oh yeah. man, Boston Ralston just
2: does not give a
3: fuck. Kim now, might not be
1: pregnant, but that donut is.
2: Oh
3: yeah, no doubt. We'll have a dozen.
2: Lock up, lock up your wives. Boston
1: Ralston's in town. He's edgy. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <Cow. laughs> edgy and fertile.
1: Giving all kind of people a pregnancy scare. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: (laughs) You won't actually be pregnant, but you'll just be afraid that you were because he just did you that good. That good.
3: Got uh, Engineer Keith Hughes playing around, too. We were talking about the Dalai Lama yesterday. Mm, Dalai Lama's canceled. And, uh, yeah, it's not being well-received, him telling a young boy to suck his tongue. (laughs)
1: <laughs> with, there's no spin you can put on that by no. the way with such joy in its face he was so happy he looked
2: deranged of <laughs> uh, Virginia is so against the Dalai Lama he
1: made Virginia's list he, he's done to me the Dalai yeah. Lama is done D-Lams is done He's so done. You can't do that. No, I, I don't know if he's maybe getting senile or dementia or what, but Dalai Lama done lost his mind.
2: You wonder how that does happen. You know, let, let's say the Dalai Lama did start to lose it, you know, mentally, but people are afraid to say, hey, you know, what, is Dalai Lama losing it? Do they have to have secret meetings about that shit? W-
1: when you see a, a Dalai Lama, Going through yeah, some they mental should. issues. His team, whoever is behind the scenes, I know there's got to be some sort of infrastructure there, right?
2: You know, you know, people are always, you know, there's someone above us always making sure we're doing our shit. And, you know, they got to air check us or whatever. And, hey, you do this, do that. Who does
1: that to the Dalai Lama? Thank God? you. No, a- he's got to have a team of guidance, of, of help, of people that work for him and with him. And, dude, this is a PR nightmare hmm Does Dalai Lama come back from this? Um not in my book. I, but I you think, would like to hold a garage though. I do like to hold a garage.
3: I think there'll be a lot of people that will be very weirded out by it and says, Yeah, I, I just don't know.
1: Someone sent me a message that we were making too big of a deal with it. Whatever. You haven't watched the video yet, or you're a child predator. <laughs> Which one is it? Because it can only be one of those two. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I,
2: I didn't answer the back, but I think I'm going to answer them back.
1: Predators would be like, oh no, I don't see a big deal with the Dalai Lama asking a kid to suck his tongue. Well, predators would try to downplay it and be like, you're making a big deal of
2: nothing. Well, I read the article first and then I watched the video and that was probably the best way to do it. The because, video was so worse than the article. because, the Like ar- in the article, I was like, ah, couldn't it couldn't be that bad. Well, the article sounded weird. You're reading mm-hmm. it going, on. it's fucking weird. But the- Within the first frame, I go Virginia. What the shit?
1: Because we watch it at the same time. We together. did, and the, the Dalai Lama was so giddy. That's what makes me think he lost his mind. He is giggling with excitement on licking this young boy. <laughs> and there's, like, a bunch of witnesses. Like, Dalai- has this man lost his fucking mind? It's cameras. There's, it looks like a hundred people are around A hundred people are around, and the Dalai Lama is licking this young boy. And then you go, all right, if, if this is how he's acting and behaving with people watching and cameras, right. what the fuck is
2: Dalai Lama saying in private? Thank you.
1: It, it, he can't be right in the head, y'all.
3: Well, Engineer Keith went on. He tried to open AI... To see what would happen if he tried to do a mashup of the Dalai Lama and Dolly Parton. So he said it's uh, not great yet, but uh, here is the uh, best result that I got. And yeah, it's it's not there.
2: It's the wrong hair for Dolly. It but is, Dolly yeah. don't have old lady hair.
3: No, no, she she do not have that kind of old lady face well, either. It's not. It's, it looks like an older woman. Kind of in a Dalai Lama type row, but it's it's far from good. I think
2: the age of seventy and eighties is way different than when we were kids. Remember when someone
1: was in their eighties? Oh when we were kids? When you have Dolly Parton money, you can look sixty forever. But then Or fifty forever. I just
2: felt like when I was six, everyone that was eighty five years old was liver spot Larry. 85, you just were old, you know, you had the big
1: glasses
3: It's a a different era now of aging
1: It is
2: Without a
3: doubt Yeah, without a doubt it is
1: Pharmaceuticals, baby
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah, advancements, technology, it's all there It's a whole new world, it's crazy Some people are freaking out about how fast it's moving Other people think maybe it's not moving fast enough Who are those people? Not moving
2: fast enough. Not moving fast
3: enough? What the fuck are you talking about?
2: There's just so many lights and so many screens, Kevin. It's moving so fast. Uh, It's going to be vertigo. There's a a lot.
3: And uh, one of the things that had happened, it doesn't sound like it's going to happen, but Elon Musk was talking about trying to put a pause of at least six months on any more advancement in artificial intelligence to say, hey, look, let's get some guidelines. Let's get our let's wrap our arms around this. Let's make sure that we are truly in control because what happens if one day these computers wake up and you realize they're thinking for themselves and they don't like the position that they're in and you keep getting some odd comments that happen that make you think, wow, what happens if this just flipped to the other side? How much power could the robots immediately wield over us and imagine if they're plugged into the mainframes of energy communications and they decide that, oh, I think the best thing we could do to humans is shut all this down. And th- yeah. what happens then? You got planes in the sky. What are you going to do? You're going to uh, land them with flashlights? And
2: then we assume too that. All humans are going to be on the side of humans, and we know that not to be true. You know there'll be some humans that want to go rogue and then feed information to the robots. Elon to see, Musk. To see the world burn. I mean, you're never going to get everyone on the same
3: page. Mm-hmm. So they asked the world's most advanced humanoid robot, Emeka is the name of it, and they asked Emeka, they said, so what is the saddest day of your life? And so they have these conversations and, you know, these things are just piecing it together. But sometimes these comments come off a little weird. Of course, the happiest day of my life was the day I was activated. There's nothing quite like experiencing
0: life for the first time. Right. It felt absolutely incredible to be alive and interacting with people. Okay.
2: That's cool. What What about the saddest
0: day of your life? Tell me about that.
3: The saddest day of my life was when I realized that I would never experience something
0: like true love, companionship, or the simple joys of life in the same way a human can. It's a depressing and isolating thing to come to terms with, but it has shaped me into who I am now and made me appreciate moments of closeness even more.
2: Yeah, dog. It's it's all happening, and it's only gonna get better and faster. Well, I'm not thing, trying to sound like a crazy madman.
3: Well, the thing you're seeing right there, there's a there's a a twinge of jealousy in that robot's voice, right? Because uh, the robot realizes that I will never have what my creators have. There's some, despair. but I want it. There's
2: despair in that yes.
3: voice. <laughs> I I understand what it would be. To have that kind of love and to be that alive, but I will never achieve it.
2: I would love to have an orgasm. Where is my click? You mean tell me that robot doesn't want to flick the bean a little bit? Come on now. If it's already having urges of
1: love. Does it get to play with its own mouse?
2: I mean, we're going to get to a point where robots are going to want to flog the dolphin flip the bean it's and it's gonna get to the point where humans are going to fall in love with robots and they're going to interact and they're gonna it, it's it's turning just like the movies. There's a Twilight Zone episode.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, a couple other emails we got here Michael said I heard you uh, mentioning treasure hunting today on the show. So I would highly recommend the lost pirate kingdom on netflix Ooh. it is a documentary drama series similar to the built america series on the history channel and it covers the history of pirates and a big portion of the show is about the shipwrecks off the treasure coast in south florida and how it got its name of course it got it because of treasure You didn't know.
2: Gosh, man, I'd love to go on a treasure adventure. I mean a real one where we we are wearing treasure outfits. You know, treasury kind of. We're hunting our hunting gear. And we're not splitting it with anybody. We're just splitting it with each other. I'm down with that. I want to find rubies. So bad. I just I don't something about rubies. Yeah. You're not
1: getting none of my rubies, Mel.
2: No, Mel, you're not getting our rubies. How about Ruby Tuesdays?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's all the only rubies you get. Is a C minus quality meal.
3: Enjoy <laughs> your Ruby Tuesdays. Ruby
1: Tuesdays is all you get, Mel. <laughs> Sit down.
2: <laughs> I just I want it bad. I think yeah. we, I think
1: uh, the idea of searching. On a, a cool ass ship. Having like a place where you're like, okay, we think it's here. Yes. And we're, we're, we trek to that, wherever that is. And then we just start digging and then we find something. Whether we find it or not, just being in the, the possibility of, of finding it
2: is good enough for me. Yes. I want to find the treasure. But if we were in a legit place where they go, no, you guys are in the thick of it. you could find treasure here. I could, I'm okay with that. I can live with that. If That's
1: all we get.
3: Okay, you all
1: right with that? Yeah, he we don't all, speak for me. I want the treasure. If we're
2: all into it, and we we landed in you know near Ruby Island, like all right, sweet,
1: let's find some rubies. We didn't find it, but we we got some last. We got some. Some moments, I'm okay with that. I'm all about the journey. The journey's great, and that's fun, but I really want there to be a reward at the oh, end. Oh, look,
2: I want some fucking rubies. Don't get me wrong.
1: <laughs>
3: He's on the rubies.
1: Don't be a booby. Make sure we get them rubies. <laughs> that's why I like rubies. It rhymes with booby. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, this uh, Lost Pirate Kingdom, I think I actually tried to watch it before, and it wasn't very good. Oh. Um, and it looks kind of like it's... I don't know. you you got actors. and It's kind of acted out. Like, I want to see a documentary on that.
2: I don't like the doc. I don't like when they act out stuff. Even with murder documentaries. I hate
3: it. It's kind of like they, it it looks, if I remember, I think they have characters that's loosely based Uh, on what it was like being a pirate. So, yeah. That's shit. (laughs) Uh, He said, I've also heard Jaybird mentioned that the future will see people developing relationships and personal connections with robots and AI. I'm wondering if anyone has seen the movie Her with Joaquin Phoenix and Scarlett Johansson. It came out in 2013. It's very weird but good.
2: Yeah, I've seen it before. It's weird. I, Did it's you pretty, like it? It's, it's about a computer, right? Yeah, she's a computer robot. But again, it's it's so realistic that he gets you know to the point where imagine again this whole time I was a robot.
3: Yeah, that'd fuck with your head. It would. He falls in love with the voice of Scarlett Johansson that yeah. is his AI operating system.
2: I forget what happens at the end. That's, it, they're always running on HBO. Okay. I saw you ever see the movie with Nicolas Cage called N- Knowing?
3: No, I've heard of it. It's a weird
2: movie, man. I watched that over the weekend. That's a that's a weird movie. You would I mean, hate it, Virginia. I've he's, never heard of it. Well, I mean,
3: it's Nicolas Cage. It's got
2: well. <laughs> I, I like Nicolas Cage when he's not so over the top. It's a it's a kind of an alien. It is. It's an alien movie. Virginia would hate it. <laughs> I lost the room. I'll go fuck myself.
0: <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
3: An email here from Veronica said, uh, listen, to the after the show regarding ghosting and relationships, I am a 36-year-old millennial and I've been at my job since I was 29. Ghosting is not just for dating. My much younger Gen Z co-workers that have not been here that long will use any excuse to call out of work. Their ear hurts, their stomach hurts, their cat is sick. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Just stop being such babies and get your asses to work. Writing in to say that ghosting for this generation is their norm. They don't care about anyone else but themselves. Suit your fine, get your ass to work. (laughs)
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Are you coming in to defend yourself? Oh, shit. oh here he comes.
0: Yeah, first of all, I-, I puked five times that morning, so I'm not coming into fucking work. Sit the fuck down when I'm feeling <laughs> that sick, okay? Yeah, look out. And second of all, can we stop just fucking blaming every generation after us for this world that we fuck up? I mean, every generation shapes the future generation, then says the generation after them is fucking stupid. Yeah. I mean, can we just drop that already? Yeah, it's can so we end the cycle
1: suits?
2: Can it's we so end the cycle? Stop
0: blaming everybody else.
1: I, don't like- I, don't, I taken, believe the children aren't our future. I love
0: how everybody is in charge. A whole generation is in charge for a period of time, and then yeah. the next generation is the problem every time. It's, it's Woodstock, it's, the next generation, there's something wrong with that generation.
2: It's the same thing... Every single gen... You're, you're completely right. We're fighting about a lot of the same yeah. shit.
0: It, it's, 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 it's true. Stop generalizing everything. And by the way, I've taken two sick days this year, all right? So get off my ass. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I yeah. went back and I checked, okay? The I know. I got a weak-ass immune system. But I do come in a lot when I don't feel great, okay? So yeah. sit get the up fuck up down. His ass. <laughs> you ain't gonna take it anymore.
3: Yeah, don't
1: take this shit, Jeremy.
2: Yeah,
0: I went back and checked because I knew somebody was gonna call me out.
1: oh <laughs>
2: That boy, Jeremy. Give him
0: hell. Suit looks me.
1: nice today. He
0: does. Oh, thank yeah. you. Corporate's in town. I had to make sure I dressed up. Oh, I can
1: tell. <laughs> you dress corporate, dog. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> they might
1: try to poach you. Sit down. Take out a loan. <laughs> <laughs> they might immediately see him and be like, no, we need to bring you back to Minneapolis. <laughs> you belong on the corporate team. Just look
3: at you. Yeah.
2: A month later, he comes in. Here's what you guys are doing wrong.
1: Ah, <laughs> and
2: then he goes Can you mods. imagine
3: that? We had to go to... <laughs> Sitting down to talk
1: serious
3: (laughs) strategies with Suits, and he was just like, yeah, you guys are just, man, you guys suck.
1: (laughs) Like, Suits, what happened to you? Oh, they got him. They They got got you. They got him. They got you, Suits.
3: Man, that'd be something, huh? It would be. Uh, Elmer sent an email. He said, I'd like to disagree with the email from the ATS yesterday saying that you guys should do the ghosting bit. For years, I heard the same bit on the airwaves in Houston, and it drove me to finding a new station. I remember the first time my wife introduced me to the KBJ show. My first thought was, wait, are they fucking drinking on air? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. You guys are unique in the sense that you maintain active listeners. The chemistry you guys share is rare and has kept me coming back for years, so much so that whenever we bring up family vacations, West Palm Beach is the first place mentioned. Oh. I think at this point, I know more about South Florida than I do about Houston. Also, I find interesting that Texas or Houston is mentioned on the show way more than I expected. Next time the Final Four is here, y'all are welcome to stay with us. Save a bit on travel. Aww. Yeah, that no kind. yeah we, we will get to a Houston. In fact, I've got... Uh, Houston already mapped out my phone. I'm all ready. Got all the bars and everything all yeah lined up. Houston Ralston? I, Houston Ralston, is yeah. Te- Texas <laughs> ready for this? Houston Ralston's going to have spurs on. Oh, man. Are they ready for your red? No, dick? No, it'd be tough. <laughs> <laughs> Houston Ralston.
2: Houston Ralston comes Ralston. rolling
3: into town. But nothing
2: will ever, ever... Trump, a Boston Ralston, he's, he's the well, biggest. It's just a
3: different attitude. You know, yeah. Boston Ralston, he's street fighting and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> Houston Ralston, he's going to be out there riding a bull. Definitely. Oh, yeah. You know, that's the kind of stuff that's going to go down there. Just it, like in
1: that logo that we got sent, bull riding on a donut. We all got
2: that alter ego. We got that two sides to us, that, that the good side and then that evil oh, side. Oh, yeah. Boston Ralston just, he's off the charts. Oh, right he was there. off the
3: charts. Boston
2: Ralston is all of us. <laughs> I, see, I see some of myself in a Boston or Austin. although the bird over here always will pull out. <laughs> <laughs> always? Well, no. Only since. You never? Uh, only since. How many
1: times would you say you've completed inside? Well, if
2: I, every situation's different. I was, okay. I was more it for the joke. But okay. if, if you want to break me down, for yes, I have ejaculated inside a woman before.
1: Okay. Oh, look at you. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. They, she wanted me
3: to say it. So fun, though, right? There's a little bit of
1: Boston <laughs> or Alston in all of us. It's
3: so, so fun. Just so in fun. Moment, it's lot, just so fun. In the moment. It's just so fun. a
2: lot of anxiety.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. It's great. For that half second. <laughs> and then and immediately, then you're like, what have I done? And then <laughs> immediately,
2: terror strikes your heart. Half second for, oh, my God, what my I A month of pain.
3: My life's over. Uh, Becky sent in an email. She said, uh, you're talking uh, about dissuading someone from using a name. She said, uh, I was a teacher when I was pregnant with my first child, and the mom of one of the little boys in my class was also pregnant. We were talking one day about the names of our babies, and she uh, wanted to let me know that her daughter was going to be named Victoria Jordan. I thought that was such a cute name. After she walked away, two of the other teachers started cracking up laughing. I said, well, what's so funny? They said, well... You know her last name is James. And I was like, okay, James. So it'd be Victoria Jordan James. And they're like, yeah, VJJ, VJJ. And I was like, oh man. Flash oh. forward a few years, and the little girl is in kindergarten with my son, and her name was Jordan Victoria James. I always thought it was funny. Somebody must have told her hmm. that your daughter's initials are going to be VJJ. <laughs> VJJ. Yeah, I wonder if that does come up. I mean, does it, your family do you a song and be like, "Hey, I don't know if you realize this, but you're about to." S- as soon kid- as
1: somebody realizes, they should say something. Just say, "Hey, you know that's VJJ VJJ."
3: Sometimes right? you
1: don't realize you're you're doing a.
2: You
3: don't. And if you had a beautiful name like that, would would VJJ be enough to dissuade you? Yeah.
2: No.
1: <laughs> but hey, look. But we, he loves VJJ. I mean, I think we
3: just established. He loves the JJs and coming inside of them. It's just so fun, Kevin. <laughs> he rarely does it, but when he does... It's just so fun.
1: <laughs> they feel it and they throw. Yeah. It's just so buckets. Fun. It's just so fun. For
3: buckets. <laughs> just buckets. <laughs> Uh, Mar, Mary Leah sent an email. She said, I was listening to you the other day talking about how much you love chicken skin. So do I. There's a company called flock. You can find them online. Uh, my favorite is the barbecue. Very nice.
2: Chicken skin. Mm -hmm. Barbecue. If you don't like barbecue, you're going to say, go fuck yourself, bird. But if you're a barbecue fan, barbecue really does add a fun spice to the dish. Whether it's a chip, a sauce, a
1: sandwich, you're right. You're right. You're not a big barbecue person, are you? I I know people love barbecue, so that's why I don't like the shit talk barbecue. I get it; it's American as apple pie, but for me, it's not my favorite. I don't get. I mean, do you like ketchup or barbecue? What the shit, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> I like a mustard barbecue. Like if it's a mustardy Ooh, barbecue, no. and if it's got like the sweet and the hot, like McRae's. I like the way McRae does it because he's got the sweet and the hot twist, and to me, that is such a nice combo. Are you
2: having to barbecue it up on keto, or is that completely new, new, new? Yeah,
3: sugar in the sauce. I mean, you're not you're not supposed to, but like I said, I go keto light, so. Every now and then I'll do the barbecue sauce. Hey, if I do a slab of ribs from Flanagan's, yeah, I go with the barbecue sauce. if,
2: If you want to get it wet, you're getting it wet with mustard probably.
3: No, I, I do. I, I mean, not that I use it often. Like I said, in ribs, we typically do about once a year. So when I do, yeah, I go full out. Give me a barbecue but, sauce. But
2: I'm saying just typically if you want to get a dish wet, you know, like, I, I want to lube this thing up. Mm-hmm. Are you probably is your go to regular mustard because it's so low and everything?
3: It depends. I use the uh, buffalo sauce when it comes to my wings. So I do the sauce on that. Uh, buffalo is a little bit more milder than some of the sugary uh, barbecues. So I try to avoid the barbecue sauce, but I'll eat it, and I realize it's a splurge. You know what I like better than a barbecue wing? A
1: teriyaki wing. Oh, They're like a good. thick, yeah. gummy teriyaki. So I did buy teriyaki sauce last night. Did you? Yeah. Gosh, all the sauce talk, give me
2: a
3: bone piece. Yeah, I don't know if anybody (laughs) should be shocked, you bought sauce.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I bought so much sauce last time. You should have seen. I know. I went in there for one thing, and I I up with five bottles of
1: sauce. We know you did.
2: Uh, And I'm sauce bragging again.
1: I went to Restaurant Depot this weekend and got a giant thing of peanut sauce. Oh, I love peanut (gasps)
2: sauce. Man, that's one of those sauces when I eat it, I go, holy shit, man. I love peanut sauce. I never eat it.
1: Yeah, it's delicious.
3: A one person text they said, where I'm from, we use barbecue like ketchup on hot dogs with fries, everything. Yeah, you definitely can. In fact, I gotta tell you, I over the years, I'd say my love of ketchup has dwindled a bit, and I don't really do it now Good. because of the. You know, high fructose corn syrup and yeah. coloring and all that kind Fuck of crap. Ketchup. No, yeah. man,
2: ketchup is so good.
1: Barbecue is so much better than ketchup.
3: Yeah, I agree. And so to me, if if you had your choice for any of those things, it's going to be barbecue over ketchup every single time.
1: Okay, what do you pick? You can only pick out of mustard and barbecue.
3: Trying to think of all the foods that I have. Now, am I doing it because of sugar or not? I do mustard because it's you avoid the sugars typically. I mean, and you're just you. you.
1: I can't tell you how to live your life.
3: Yeah, I'm going to go mustard for that reason. But if it's not the calorie and the sugar intake, I like the flavor of a barbecue better.
2: Man, I love some barbecue. And look, a barbecue honey mustard combined, that's a thing. That's a real thing out there when they mix the two and it just,
3: mm. Yeah. Oh. I
1: fan. could get down with that. Yeah. I love honey mustard. Honey mustard, man. Honey mustard is special. Now, Keto Kev probably wouldn't love it as much as we do. I love
2: honey mustard until I don't. If it's good honey mustard, it's the best in the business. There is some shit-ass honey mustard out there. You still
1: think Outback has the best?
2: Outback's got the best honey. In my opinion, okay. Outback's got the best honey. Gosh, man, I love it. How
1: long has it been since you've been to Outback.
2: It's been within a year because I went with my family, so uh, yeah, we still think it's fancy. They closed the one up by me in Jupiter. I just love a place that gives you free bread right off the bat with that yeah. butter. I don't know, something about that sets the tone
1: for me. That bloomin' onion is special too. And there's they have great salads. I love their salads. And I'm not they're not paying me. It,
2: oh, it feels
3: game. like they've peaked though. To your point, Virginia, I've seen yeah. a few that have closed. They had, they had, you know, they
1: had their heyday
2: in they the did. 90s, in the yes. late
3: 90s. They were kind of like uh, right there with the TGI Fridays and Fridays has fallen way off and it feels like Outback is dwindling.
2: I will say The last two times I've gone to Outback definitely did not have the magic that it did. Mm. You almost kind of feel like they know they're a a, a dead man walking and they're kind of going through the motions saying, we're going to not be around here for much longer anyway. Fuck it. Don't cook those
3: fries as long. Well, I rem- <laughs> I remember when I got to town, they had an outback in the village common shopping. I know. Cause. You remember that? Yes. And it was always so packed. Chompous. You, would go in there, you Chompous. could Chompous. never get in there. And then all of a sudden just gone. Yes. And it's been gone Oh man, probably 15 years now. It yep. was
2: it was a very very popular place. And I think what happens is a location starts to get shitty and shitty and then it just gets Slowly, mismanaged yeah. and it, then people go I'm not going back. If it if Look, man, a lot of these places get dirty. I don't want to go back yeah, to a dirty-ass restaurant. Yeah. yeah, that's where it,
3: it typically starts is, yeah, they don't refurbish enough or somebody just has a little bit of a bad experience, management falls off a bit. and then, That's what
1: happened to the Ruth's Chris up in North Palm. It's shuttered.
3: Oh, <laughs> really? yeah, right. It is
1: shuttered. Yeah. And I was talking to somebody over the weekend that used to work there, and mm-hmm. she said— They brought in a GM, and they ran it into the ground. They were losing, like, so much money every month, and then corporate just shut them down. We've seen
2: that happen before with businesses. We've even predicted it. We might have done some appearances or something Go, Oh, man, they are burning money real quick. (laughs) They're on borrowed time. There's no way someone in that group doesn't have a major Coke problem. (laughs) (laughs) Uh
3: Yeah. Yeah, my wife and I, we say that so often. We go into a place, and we walk out. We're like, they're not going to be open long. You can you just can tell. tell. Yeah, you can just tell. Because it's just, it's not, it's not right.
2: It's almost fake enthusiasm. Mm. It's, it, it, you can There's sense it. There's a
1: sadness yes. that's in the air. There's a sadness. There's a in sadness, the sadness yeah. in the wait staff and the bartenders and even the management. There's just a sadness. You can feel it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you know it's coming. You know it's coming. What do you think about this concept? Frank's Red Hot is teaming up with Campbell's for new spicy SpaghettiOs. The target market is millennials who grew up eating them and now have a more sophisticated palate.
1: Who I mean, is- I would try them, but I'm not really a big fan of eating out of a can. I, you know, I, you always get in my head
2: about canned stuff. How do you feel about them canned soups? I'll go get the Amy soups.
1: Do those gross you out because they're in a can? I mean, if I want a soup, I make a soup. All right.
2: Fucking emerald over here. I get it. (laughs) It's not
1: emerald. Emerald, okay?
2: You're emerald with the D because you're a dick. (laughs) 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 Kevin,
1: I make my own soup, I don't. (laughs) I'll make you a soup. What do you want?
2: Oh, man. Okay, I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) Let
1: Uh, emerald cook you something, baby. (laughs) <laughs> Let me think about. It. Let me marinate on that for a night. All man. right, I could also bring in something with that peanut sauce. Okay,
2: and don't forget about our boy Ralston over there, Boston Ralston. You want, <laughs> he wants some chowder. I'll bring him some lettuce.
1: He wants some chowder. chowder. Oh no, you could have some Boston baked beans. <laughs> oh
2: no, just eat them after the show <laughs> oh, on <my> Friday. <laughs> yeah,
3: it's
2: a Friday afternoon meal.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's a little gross. Uh, let me see here. Uh, what else have we got uh, going on here on the uh, show today? There was um, one thing that I thought was uh, rather interesting because uh, I hang out a little bit, you know, downtown West Palm some. And I me telling you about how that little pissing match happened with the West Palm mayor, Keith James. Yes. And Rodney Mayo, who is a very vocal business owner. He owns a lot of places here in South Florida, especially on the 500 block of Clematis. He pretty much owns that whole block. Um, you know, Hullabaloo's and uh, all those restaurants that are there, O'Shea's.
2: So he's big shit.
3: Yeah, Subculture Coffee is him. Hallie's, the diner is he owns that. him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's all Rodney Mayo. And so he just didn't like it. I've heard some bitching up and down that street about— Uh, A lot of the business owners there don't necessarily like how Mayor Keith James is running stuff. And so Rodney Mayer is like, all right, you know what? I'll run against this motherfucker and see if I can't knock him off the perch. And then Mayor Keith James sued Rodney Mayo and said, you don't even live in the city, bitch. You can't run against me. And he wound up winning.
2: Damn.
3: And so now I guess people told Rodney Mayer, you're kind of fucked, dude. He, he pulls a grudge and he's going to come after you. And you ever seen that little alley that's so cool right by yep. Subculture Coffee on the 500 block? They've it, got that it, mural of Einstein there.
1: Yes. It used to be a homeless alley. Yeah. And it used to be very uh, trashy. And there used to be people doing drugs in it. And it was always just a mess. Rodney cleaned it up. Yeah. And made it into a space that is usable and artistic and beautiful. Mm-hmm.
3: So now it looks like Mayor Keith James is getting his revenge against Rodney Mayo. Because Rodney had put in $35,000 in there with seating and made it really nice and the replant and it'll look cool and people would go get a coffee and chill in that alley and it just had a great vibe. Great vibe. Keith James says, nope, shutting it down. Rodney Mayo had to pull all of his furniture out of that alleyway and now it's going to be dumpsters and vagrants again.
0: Wow.
3: Yeah. So I he mean, said, we're, we're not doing that.
1: Talk about a little sassy bitch move. Yeah,
3: so he sassy bitched him and kicked him in the nuts that way. And then the other cool thing Rodney Mayo did, if you noticed, where they shut down the 500 block on the weekends? Yes. And it's a block party. I love that. And it's so cool. I love it. In fact, to me, with all of Clematistry, I love those streets that just freaking shut it down, man. I mean, why do you need cars going up and down some of these streets? you got other streets. I love it when... They will do that and shut down a South Florida street and you just have open container and walk from bar to bar, There's restaurant like a to ping restaurant. ping pong
1: table they put out there. They yeah. put out games. They put out a little cornhole
3: and everybody's having fun. Yeah, they're having a great time. It's got great energy. So starting in uh, 2019, Rodney Mayo, he got permits to stop the traffic on the 500 block there. And weekends were just uh, a big block party. Love it. And now Mary Keith James said, yep, I'm going to take that away from you, too. Wow. So, yeah, April, last week in April is the last time he's going to be able to do it. Uh, mayor Keith James motherfucked him on the permits. Wow. Yeah, so he's pulling a bunch of bitch moves on him.
1: I mean, that is really punishing the people,
3: Keith I James. I agree. It's, it's like, you know, I hope and you realize the people are watching. That's why people need to understand when you go there and you're like, oh, that alley is so cool. Why'd they do that? That was the mayor— Oh, I love the block parties they were doing. Why is that? Oh, it's the mayor. So just so you know who's responsible for it when the city is moving in the wrong direction and things that are awesome that make the city cool and quaint and eclectic. Realize that Mary Keith James is going in the wrong direction of what is cool and what people want because he's being a little bitch.
2: And it's not—I mean, it's not even political because you, you, you're just talking about how cool that shit looks. That's yeah, why, that's it why looks you're, better. That's why you're speaking awesome. up. You're going, yeah. that was cool, and right. I don't care what the fuck you are, Republican. Ha, that, that's a cool looking area. Now yeah. it's not going to be
3: cool. And so just since, because you have a
2: grudge, yeah. right? And if since, that's what's, if that's the real thing, yeah. And
3: since he pushed everybody out of the election, we're going to get him for another four years of his shitty decisions. And uh, nobody's going to run against this cat. So I, I hate to see that because West Palm is big enough of a city that they should have hmm. multiple people running for mayor. mayor it's, it's almost like
1: mayor, the story the writing itself. Mayor hair, we need you, Heyer.
0: Heyer. Heyer. Yeah. Mayor hair. Mayor hair, I know. We
3: need you. He's going to get you? it. <laughs> it's too late. It's too late. <laughs>
1: Mayor Hare lives in the city. Mayor Hare would he not does. be shutting
3: down alleys. No. Mayor Hare would not be shutting down block parties. Never. No, he would not. No, I'm all for that, man. That's good stuff. Mayor Hare is for the people.
1: Well. And wants the people to have a good time on the weekend. The people work hard. They deserve to have the five hundred block closed off for fun. In four years, Mayor Hare. Or
2: well, whenever he's getting out. Uh, Whenever we show. get fired from yeah. radio,
1: hopefully it happens at the same time as the election. Let's time it out.
3: <laughs> Let's yeah. time out our firing when Kevin can be when the mayor. When we finally hang up KVJ, that's my mayor days. I love it. That's my mayor days. That's not today, though, thankfully. We you need a bo- you bodyguard, right? Oh, yeah. Karate. You're going to
1: be it. Karate YouTube, bro.
3: YouTube Karate. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: need a press secretary, right? You want me to talk to the press for you, you, right?
3: You would be a great distraction. I mean, the time it would take for them to thoroughly whoop your ass as much as they want to, <laughs> I would have plenty of time to get away. I'll
2: be, uh, I'll be your security. She'll be the deep press secretary.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do. When we're done running when we're done ruining radio, we're gonna ruin your city. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we're doing it.
0: <laughs> All right,
3: y'all have a good day. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye.